Welcome to Activations with JJ. I'm your host, JJ Brighton. Join me each week as we co-create a space for healing, alignment, and expansion. Thank you so much for tuning in today. All right, welcome to another episode of Activations with JJ. I am so glad that you joined us today because I am thrilled to have another guest, like a real-life human being guest. You guys know that typically we have lots of guests coming in, lots of energies coming in, and today we get to have a guest that is a channel, and she is just an incredible influence on me. I love the messages that she brings through, and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Her name is Cindy Edison. She can tell us a little bit about what she's doing on Activations with JJ, what journey got her to be invited onto a podcast that's woo-woo and about channeling and all this good stuff. So Cindy, let us know about you. Well, you are so cute. I know why you do meditation so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking me to come on here. You um, found me on Instagram. And, um, And I love that. I love that you were drawn to Joseph's message because they told me, Early on, they said the vibration of our message will bring its uh, students, and uh, and that was many years ago, you know. And I see it; I've been seeing it happening for a few years now, and it's just wonderful. So, thanks for having me. Um, I guess you found me through Brian um, and Joseph. I don't know; is that where you want me to start? Just telling you who Joseph is. Yeah, well, I and I, I'll add that in because that was an awesome episode, by the way. If if you haven't listened to Brian Scott Reality Revolution podcast, Cindy oh, was on that. I connected with her there and then followed her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And as a side note, Cindy, I have to add this in. I do not know how you keep up with everything you put out on social because you are prolific. She has messages constantly coming yeah. out, and it's it's just awesome to to have her on your feed and have her beautiful messages pop up. So thank you for that. I know that takes a lot of time and dedication. So, but yes, if you could let us know a little bit about Joseph, maybe I'm interested just because you and I both are kind of in the same boat where we've we've made our way onto this path, kind of like your pre-channeling path. And then, (laughs) you know, that sort of, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, You mean when they picked us up and threw us on the pathway? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's how it kind of felt for me. I don't know. I, um, most of my life, I was one of those, I wouldn't call me a people pleaser, but I guess, you know, I'm not a label person, but I always, I didn't really know who I was. So I always trusted in what everybody else told me I should be doing. And I didn't like that. And, uh, and I, it was, it was a hard, uh, not a very fun experience for me. Um, And then when, uh, fast forward to 2003, I kind of hit the skids. Everything kind of stopped. My 3D life stopped. I mean, in a matter of weeks, everything was different. And um, that's where the whole climb back up started. You know, um, that's a story in itself. And I actually am writing a book about that because I know a lot of people are, are, are jumping onto this path or being thrown onto this path. Um, especially now, which is really good. You know, it's really good. So anyway, long story short, um, I started communicating, um, 
uh, probably in 09, they picked me up. It's, it's a long involved story that we don't need to get into. It would take too much time. But anyway, how I got to Joseph, let's say, um, clearly started communicating with the group in 2009 and um, was really drawn to it. Um, not really scared in the beginning. I sat down to write a, a magazine article. I'd been in advertising for 35 plus years. And, um, and all of a sudden I just started, I was on my laptop and I just started writing and it wasn't me. And so that's when the story begins, you know, the story of Joseph. And so I did that for many years, probably three or four years before I started finding out what was really happening. I mean, you know, with them telling me we have a message to deliver, it's a big deal. Um, people need to hear this. And so as they expanded um, me, the physical aspect of my soul, who is with the collective of Joseph, I began to understand what the message was going to be and where it was taking all of us, the human collective. So in about, I guess it was about 2014, I started um, getting messages from Abraham and um, I had, that's another story, but, and I question, of course, I questioned it a lot. They had introduced me to Abraham and Esther a couple of years before that, like really sat me down and said, you must look at this. And, um, and I and immediately got hooked on that message. I so you're saying Joseph, uh, Joseph led you to yes, Abraham and Esther. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, and over time I got very, so then a couple years of that, and then they started talking to me through my writing. Now I was still communicating, but I did not who I was knew who I was communicating with. I was told by several, several, doesn't matter who they were, uh, but nothing collective. And then Abraham started talking. And of course I resisted that. Like, you can't believe what are people going to think the first thing, you know, but that evolved and um, that evolved. And I got validation from other people. Of course we all do, right? We all need that. Um, it evolved into a meeting I had with Paul Selig um, if anybody knows, he's amazing, um, has written. Yes, very well. Yeah, known. I was mm -hmm. pushed to him too during the whole Abraham thing. They were throwing stuff at me and it was just fabulous. Um, anyway, I had a session with Paul and I told him I was, I was talking to Abraham and I was very confident. And he said, no, that's not quite how it works. And so he said, I'm going to go to the guides with this because this is weird. So his guide said, there is, there is someone who's trying to teach through her. She needs to ask for a name. So as you can imagine, I was pissed and I thought, you know, what is this all about? I've been had, I've been taken. Well, not so much. I get home that night and um, pulled out my laptop and, and said, what gives you guys? What, what is this? Are you, how come you're telling me you're Abraham? And they said, oh, oh we are but you must understand that this is part of your journey and you will know our, our name when it is time. So I relaxed because I, I knew them. I knew them. So I trusted them. A few days later, I was sitting outside, not thinking anything. And all of a sudden I see in my mind's eye, that wonderful place of knowing I was just hanging out in there and I see a propeller plane flying by very slowly 
and it had three banners attached to it, like the propeller planes, you know, that fly over Panama City Beach. Come and drink with us tonight, you know. Um, and the first banner said Seth. The second banner said Abraham and the third banner was blank. And they, and they said, that's who we are. So from there, they began um, uh, teaching me about the expansion uh, process and about the expanding consciousness. And they um, continued to, I had been a Seth fan, of course, and um, showing me how this message, we create our own reality, had expanded um, beginning with Jane Roberts and then going through Esther and 35, 40 years of expansion, expansion, um, and taking all of us with them, you know? And so they said, we, they had told me a few years before that, when we come out to you, my words, not theirs, we will tell the world who we are for a purpose. And the purpose is they're exampling the expansion of consciousness to us. So we can expand consciously with them. So every message always expands. It must, or we would be stuck in the same vibrational pattern all the time. And with each expansion of consciousness, there is a new perspective that must accompany that shift in consciousness because the third dimensional perspectives, for instance, don't fit where there is no fear because most of the third dimensional beliefs and teachings are conjured in and taught from the space that is out of alignment with this more expanded version of us, if you're following that. So where we're going, where the new earth is. So, so Joseph comes in and they said, we are the vibration of the new earth. We are the consciousness of the new earth and the new human aspect who will live on the new earth in this new physicality, right? has this new perspective of the soul that is pure love. There is no fear there. There's no contrasting, uh, there's no fighting going on. You know, There's no, nothing out of alignment. And if we look at our beliefs, which we've been really hammering on, uh, most of our beliefs are founded in, of course, because they all are the perspective of the vibration, which we are at the time. So they all work for where we are. Now we're moving forward to a new place, which means a new perspective. Wow. I absolutely yeah. love that. And it's so fascinating because I always talk about in my, in my podcast episodes, how before I record something, I have, I'm calibrated to that particular vibration yeah. that I'm about to present. So just so you know, so fascinating, the two, well, there's basically one main theme that's been driven home to me over the last couple of days. I've read something that I've read before, but I felt drawn to read again. And I created a meditation, but it's all about love and it's all about becoming one with source and, and basically surrendering ourselves to the love of source was the name of the actually name of the meditation that I'm about to, um, well, it should be up by the time I, I post this episode, but it, it came, it was based off of a portion of Dolores Cannon's convoluted universe book five, when she had brought somebody into uh, her the hypnosis and they had told her about a lifetime where they were basically doing exactly what you said, exactly what you said. Wow. It was literally the definition of that. They were ready for the next step, yeah. essentially is what they said. Their, their whole, now I think they were probably a little beyond where we are, honestly, 
um, their community was living in total peace. I think, I think we do have some steps, right. To get there, but it was just that, but you know, there always have to be, there always have to be front runners. There always have to be vanguards, right? Yeah, they said, um, you know, and they're very funny. There's seven of them, if anybody cares. I mean, there's they're a group of teachers. And of course, numbers are very important. The, uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. So, okay, let me just think where we're going to go from here. Cause well, let me touch so on your meditation for a second. Yeah, go ahead. So, so you wanted to make a comment about the meditation. Yeah, and, and how timely it is. And the space that you are referring to, how I would translate that or how we would translate that is... Um, when you described your um, current meditation on surrendering to love or however you, however you said it, I immediately said, she's guiding people. She's moving people toward alignment. You are guiding people into the space of alignment, which is the space of love. And it's the space of all knowing, you know, it's that consciousness, you know, Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. That's what he's talking about. That vibration, that God consciousness. And that's what your meditation is doing. It's moving people into that space. You're kind of ushering them in. I see, I see you're so cute. You're like going down, you've got, you're throwing these flowers all over the place and your hair is just blowing in the wind and people are following you and because you're leading them right into love. It's beautiful. It is. It's so amazing. And the best thing about it is it's, it's, it's like a snowball effect. And I, I especially tell my listeners too, that as you become activated, I call it activated. I mean, that's just one way to put it basically activated into alignment, right? As you become activated and that's literally my intention for all of my, all of my episodes, all of everything that I do is to bring people into alignment and to expansion when you do that, you naturally, whether you do it subconsciously or consciously, your presence, even in the life of, of anybody, even whether it's online or in real life, your presence will then activate other yeah, people. That's right. Even if they don't want to open their mouths like we do and do a podcast, but yeah. it, it's it, people underestimate their power. People underestimate their power. In fact, today, what what I was taught in in one of the recordings that I made the energy that came through mentioned how we are going to make these small steps that are going to come from the individuals and that's what's going to heal the collective. And so many people try to go for the collective first, but I I know that it's an individual basis. It is absolutely individual. And um, Joseph tells us that in their first, actually, I think in the welcome letter to the first book, they say, look, this is all, this is an inside job. It is because it's all vibrational and nobody has power over your vibration. No one can inject. I, you know, it's so funny. I've had some experiences with some people who have said, you know, your energy made me do this. Or you, you, you're, you blocked me energetically. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't block anybody. I don't block people. I don't block. I'm just walking. I'm just walking. But I wanted to say people don't know how powerful they are vibrationally people don't know and as you're describing that how powerful people are it popped in my head that abraham and esther teach that one in alignment is more powerful than a million who are not somebody asked me one time how many do you think how many way showers you know we call them way showers we call you know we're exampling we're exampling and how to get beyond ascension guys yeah (laughs) yeah and I said, I don't know, you know, maybe 
I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe a million, maybe there's a million of us. And he said, that's all there's 7 billion or whatever. How many, many billion people? I don't know. And I said, remember one in alignment is more powerful than a million. Think of how, how powerful a million in alignment are. Joseph has said before, and I think we even did a quote on this. Um, they said, if every single human aspect were to focus on uh, alignment for 60 seconds, the entire world would be experiencing the new earth for 59 of them. It's a moment by moment vibrational choosing, you know? Wow. I love yeah. that. Isn't that huge? It just Absolutely. seems so huge and doable. I always feel like, yeah. Oh, it does. It does. I always feel like so much of what you say is not panic inducing and very time like timeless i feel like what it's you eternal. what you yeah. put out is timeless Thank so you. i feel like a lot of channels or i don't know spiritual gurus you could call them that are popular on especially on social media yeah. so some of the younger ones i feel like they ride the waves of the emotion of what's going on in the world. And I feel like when I read your posts, you stay above that. You stay on a different plane. And that's always what I'm attain trying to attain. I'm always seeking for that. But the reason why I bring this up is because I still do energy updates mm -hmm. every week. I, I don't necessarily relate them to what's going on in the world, but I ask the energy that I bring through, what would be for our greatest and highest good at this very moment in time? Especially since I know that that energy knows who's going to listen to it and when they're going to listen That's to right. it so they can cater that message to them. Because time, time does exist for us in our reality. So I mean, there is progression, there is linear, for, especially for some people, depending on where they're at. So if, if there were anything that you could feel out for this particular time, any kind of a maybe a little more detailed message. I love all of all of the messages you have. Would there be anything that you could think of? You know, right I now. Can, yeah, of course I can. Yeah, we are witnessing and experiencing and participating in choosing to or not choosing to um, the split of consciousness. We are moving. Um, this, this split has been happening for eons of time. Uh, people think this is a new thing. It's not a new thing. It's an eternal thing because there is always eternal expansion. That's what we do. That's what the universe does. That's what energy does. We focus on something and it expands, right? So right now we're at a, what the human would call a critical point in our ascension, um, and that would be, it's time to choose because uh, Joseph started calling the earth, the choosing ground a couple years ago. And I was a little confused then, but now I understand because as we move forward, it is being clearly placed in front of us, what the human aspects have created. And we can clearly see what we refer to as the out of alignment manifestations and the in alignment manifestations. They are sitting right in front of us. Most of this is being played out in the political world right now because the politics affects the entire world. And this is a global shift. The earth 
has been shifting and shaking and moving its own energy as we are doing that too. We are aspects of the universe. We are aspects of God. And we are being given choice right now to move forward into this consciousness where there is no contrast, where there is no fear. We are will be moving toward getting even rid, not getting rid of. Uh, when you shift your perspective to a place where there is no fear, the word fear itself is out of alignment. So we are shifting our perspective to say you are either choosing in alignment pathway or an out of alignment pathway. And if you choose the out of alignment pathway, you continue to call to you and expand and create more and more and more of the out of alignment manifestations. And this is where um, I'm going to use this catchphrase worlds blow up. I'm not, I'm not saying the world's going to blow up. I would never say that it's possible. So everything is possible, right? But as long as, so I have some friends who are saying, well, I don't pay attention to it. I'm not going to pay attention to it. I just know everything's going to be fine. I don't care. I'll just go with the flow. Well, now is, the, now is not the time to be going with the flow unless you're going with the flow of the universe, which is toward love. Because if you don't choose, you are choosing. You are choosing to be the vulnerable um, the pinball the pinball analogy that Joseph has given us. And they say, if you don't have control of your vibration or awareness of it, then you're like a pinball being shot up a pinball machine. And all those bumpers are other people's vibrations and you are being shot off and you have no control over where you're going. You're just going with the flow of the vulnerable vibration that you are when you choose not to make a choice. And they say, choose love love in all resolutions. So it's time to choose right now. That is so true. It reminds me of a couple of months ago, I did a podcast episode and I think I was channeling, uh, I channeled Bashar, not a hundred percent sure who it was right now, but the, I like the pinball analogy. The analogy they drew at that time was at an orchestra. And so everybody's got their instrument, which is basically their vibration. And they said, pay attention to your music. You're playing somebody else's part. You know, quit being persuaded over to somebody else's notes. You've got your instrument. You've got your notes. You've got your part. I mean, it felt rigid, but really I get it's exactly what you were saying. Because sometimes I say, and I don't know about you, but you know how sometimes they'll be like, everybody be in the flow. We need to be more in the flow. And then sometimes they, right? They bring through other things. So like I, I see that they they cater the message to what we need at that moment in time because there is a point to being in flow. But at that at this point with the choosing and the parts, just like you said with the pinball, or like I said, when you're when you're being swayed to you know, you know how it is with kids and, and when you're in an, even in a choir and you know you're yeah. singing next to somebody else's part and then you go on to their part. That I'm a musician, so that's yeah. really where yeah. that, that, that's why they talk to me in analogies of music. But I absolutely love the pinball analogy as well. And just reminding everybody to, that's why I think we have to go in so much. We have to go inward so much. Well, I'll tell you that in one of the podcasts that I did, and I think it was about the ego aspect, which is a big deal for us. Big deal. You know that. And if I, if I could only post their quotes on the ego, that's all I would post, but I know it pisses people off, but can't help it. This is a huge teaching and something that we need to get. 
But in that podcast, I um, they also gave an orchestra analogy and they said, and the pictures, I had so much fun finding the pictures for this because it made so much sense to me too. They said that the soul of us is the entire orchestra, right? And all the instruments are the aspects of the soul. And if there is one of them that is out of alignment, right? That one instrument needs to be brought into alignment to make it play the way it's supposed to play all in mm -hmm. sync, all in harmony. And if there's one out of tune or out of alignment, as we say, then so we, we can relate that to the aspects of the human aspect too, with all of the lives, all of the physical lives we've had on this plane in the third dimension. We have aspects that are existing on other timelines right now who are out of alignment with us mm -hmm. because they died transformed out of alignment. So they lie dormant. That vibration lies dormant until it gets focused on again, which is a vibration, right? And then it's our job as the team of the human, the, of the, uh, the captain of the team, team human, we're the, we're the current, current human. And it's our job to bring all of our aspects into alignment with our soul. So we can all move forward to this beautiful new earth. Oh, I absolutely love that because it reminds me of, well, one of my favorite sayings is, you know, as above, so below, but it's like, it's just what you said. Everything, you know, it's just a microcosm of, of the universe and what the universe is trying to do at that level. And what our individual soul, it just keeps going. It keeps going and it never ends. Yeah. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that because, you know, we know everything just never ends, but yeah. that this whole idea of, of getting an alignment down to uh, down to just the subatomic, I mean, I, you know, and the, and the ethereal and the energy and everything. Wow. Yeah. And there's a lot, and you know, the aspects, um, for instance, with the ego teaching, you know, a lot of people say, you know, cause I jump on as many people as I can, I'm relentless because it's so important. And they say, no, I don't believe that. I'm just, I, I believe that the ego is evil and that's what it is. And I go, okay. Okay. Now I know that's the teaching. A lot of people are teaching it and that's fine. Have that teaching, but know this, that you don't move forward into a space that is only love carrying a belief that is based in fear. The ego, Joseph teaches us that the ego is an aspect of the soul, which means it is, it is love. And it comes here with us as an accompaniment uh, with us and balances out the soul. So the soul communicates with us vibrationally, emotionally. And every time one of us feels love, we expand. The whole collective expands. And that's how the, the soul tells us or indicates to us that we're in alignment. When we, the human aspect, are choosing out of alignment thoughts, the ego fills in with the negative emotion and says, no, because, you know, the outside circumstance never has anything to do with the way you feel. It's only about a vibration. So, and let me clarify that by saying, if someone hurts you really bad and you feel pain from that, I'm talking about emotionally, you feel pain from that. That's the ego giving you that negative pain because you are, we are never alone. We are never unloved. We are never more. We are never anything less than a hundred percent pure love but the human aspect feels that pain. So the ego says, 
you know, you're out of alignment and, and provides the emotion that goes with that out of alignment choosing. When we choose love, we feel love. When we choose out of alignment, we feel out of alignment thoughts. And that's why it feels bad. Yeah. Oh, it's so absolutely true. And I, it just reminds me of the fact that I often am promoting just the, the illusion of separation and the illusion of duality and yeah. the illusion of all yeah. those things, because that's, I guess when I see other people, cause there are still spiritual people out there who are playing that game yeah. and, 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 you know, everybody has a choice again. And I, and so I literally leave that with no judgment, but the, the reality is there is, there is no separation. That is an illusion that there's an us and them. And so what happens is, and I think, you know, basically what you're saying to me is, as long as we acknowledge an us and them, when we look at ourselves and the ego, right? If we still treat it like an us and a them or me and versus you, um, that's going to just reverberate and affect everything up to government, to politics. Of course it everything. does. It's always going to be it that. Does. It has to, because, and, and everything, you know, everything of universal law is provable, of course right? So all those naysayers out there, you can prove it. Just start choosing. You know, a lot of people are living lives that they are so miserable. They're just miserable. You know, they go to these jobs that they hate and they spend most of their time there. And then they wonder why they're so miserable. Well, you know, when you're choosing, and this is another shift in perspective, when you're choosing something um, outside of yourself, because you think you need that thing. And I'm talking about a job that you hate, not something that you love, because you know, as well as I do, that when we do what we love, we are working from the space of alignment and everything is available. Abundance is available. And it comes because it comes with that territory. You know, we are abundantly happy, abundantly joyful, you know, and, and that comes with it and that, and the universe supports itself that way. If we need to have money to live, it's there. It's there. We don't have to go out and, and find it, you know, because it's sitting there, it's sitting there. And that's part of the shift in perspective. And so when you continue to choose out of alignment thoughts, you are also choosing to attract more out of alignment thoughts and out of alignment thoughts, create out of alignment, miserable manifestations. It must be that way. And it works the same for the in alignment choosing. If you're choosing from the space of alignment, you're on a pathway that is also attracting vibrations that are in alignment and the manifestations must then be in alignment too. You cannot manifest an out of alignment situation or circumstance from an in alignment position and vice versa. You pick it. You got to pick a side, pick a side, pick a vibration and you can pick whatever you want. There's no judgment. You know, there's no judgment. And that's why we're on the choosing yes. ground because we get to it's pick. Yes. 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 Oh, I love it. How, how that you came full circle and you didn't even. Need to. <laughs> well, they do it. Well, they yeah. did it. <laughs> Remember, we're also exampling how we will communicate with, with our more expanded selves. And that is by a. A continuous it's like you know i picture it i picture because i love cars i picture it like a, a belt in a car just goes it just connects everything and it just it just goes it just it's just flowing flowing you know and it's just in constant it's a blending of energies and it's uh, you know i give it the 
the physical side. I throw in my physical shit and they, they provide all the love and, and all the guidance, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, so we, and we all do this. We all do this. You do it every minute of every day, you know, and the more we, we become aware of it, the more we become aware of our vibrational selves, the more we become aware of and communicate with our higher selves, higher selves, our more expanded selves, our non-physical selves, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something I that just occurred to me to maybe have you talk about is some of the listeners might not be as far along mm -hmm. in their journey as you are. And I know that there are times when you're, you feel like you're being pulled both ways, you know, yeah, you're kind yeah. of in the middle there. And my question to you is, what were some of the most effective ways for you to sort of lean towards expansion, even in the midst of, of sort of digging, I don't want to say digging yourself out, but kind of digging yourself oh. out of that 3D mentality? What were some of like the really, the most important things that you did? I'll tell you, it has not been easy. I used to say, oh, it's easy. It's easy, but it's not, it's, it's not easy because it's a shift in perspective. And when you shift your perspective, everything shifts and you kind of, yeah, it's confusing. And, um, what did I do? Uh, kicking and screaming most of the time and, um, really kicking and screaming most of the time, the more I understood about who I was by way of Joseph opening my mind to it and saying, this isn't working. I've got to find something else. And I would say to Joseph, give me something to do. Give me a process. How can I do this? Put it in real form for me. Don't just tell me, I know you're right, but tell me how to get there. Tell me what I can do. So one process that was really very helpful, I'll tell you this, was really good. They said, draw a line down the middle of the page, Cindy. I said, oh, here we go. Okay. And they said, no, no, no. Draw the line. And on the left-hand side of the page, write down, and this was specific to me, what I thought about me. Okay. Cause I had a lot of unworthiness going on in there for my whole life was never, it was, it was awful. I mean, and most, a lot of us have it. Most of us have it. Most of the people I meet, you know, they think they're whatever. So I had to get out of that first. I knew I had to get out of that first, because if you don't think you're worthy, which is what I fought with them about, why me, why me, why me, why everybody it's everybody. It's not me. It's you too. It's everybody. So they said, okay, back to the, all right. So draw the line down the middle and on the left-hand side, we want you to write your, make a list of 10 beliefs you have about yourself, about me. So, and then on the right-hand side, we will give you as the non-physical side of you, what your soul thinks about that belief. We'll give you the expanded version of that belief that has no fear. Wow. Wow. So I said, oh, that's going to be easy. That's going to be easy because I don't have any beliefs that have fear. Well, 10 minutes later, I said, holy crap, that's one. Well, there's another one. And I started writing them all down. And before I knew it, I had 15 or 20, you know, I said, damn. So, uh, so what happened was I wrote down these things. And I'll tell you, when I got done listing them, I felt so bad for me. I said that, and I looked at that list and every single one of them was out of alignment every single one. And I said, that is not, and I knew it in that moment. That is not who I am anymore. It's who I was. But I realized by seeing them in black and white, that they weren't 
beliefs. They were these things that I had been told I was by other people who had no worthiness themselves. So then the list on the, le- on the right-hand side was Joseph and when it was all love. And so as I read those, I was overwhelmed, crying, overwhelmed with love. And then I could feel the alignment. I felt the alignment in that moment and I shifted. And I saw wow. every, and everything changed. Everything changed. You know, it just reminds me too that I've I've personally experienced and known other people to experience similar things. And I just want to remind everybody who's listening, you don't have to have Joseph make that other list for you. No. You you can get yes. that from a source. What like you said before in your journey. It started out as one name. It started out as a certain energy. Whatever energy brings that yes. to you, whatever energy brings love to you, run with yes. it. Doesn't matter the name. It doesn't matter right. if you feel, you know, just run with it because it's not going to take you to the wrong places if it's coming from love. That's right. It's an, it's an amazing thing too, because a lot of people, you know, I get some clients that, well, I'm, I think I'm hearing something, but I don't really trust it. It sounds like me. And I don't know if it's me wanting it to be, you know, we all go through that, you know, whatever it is. So I said to Joseph, what's the easiest way to explain this? You know, because I know some of your listeners will are doing this now and they're in the, the position of, I think I channel, I'm not sure people are going to think I'm weird. Yeah. We all go through that. Just keep going. And, um, and Joseph said, um, Joseph said, well, the first answer is yes, it is you. It is the collective you. And that's why it sounds like you. So go with it. Trust it. You will feel it. This is a feeling translation, right? We are feeling a vibration. If it feels bad, it's not your soul. Then it's, that's just a belief that somebody gave you. It's not, it's an illusion. It's nothing. So remember, nothing can inject itself into you vibrationally without your consent. If you believe, if you have an out of alignment belief, you are going to manifest an experience of it. If you believe in uh, an evil source or an evil darkness, now I know they exist, but not in my world because I don't have those beliefs. Therefore, I cannot have the experience, you know? I mean, uh, Abraham has been teaching forever, you know, that you cannot attract a vibration that you are not emitting. This is universal law. And I want to, I want to say one thing and then I'll shut up. I want to say one thing about the timing of things you were talking about before, you know, um, and me, like all of us, you know, when we're first starting out on this, well, when is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? This has taken so long. I, you know, so many of my clients say, well, I'm 56 years old. When is it going to happen already? And Joseph says, this is, you know, this is again, a shift in perspective. Their message comes from the fifth dimension and there's no clock there. So it's all event driven. So they said that our time frame is eternity. That's our time frame. This is a spiritual shift, you guys. It's a spiritual shift. It's not bound by clocks. It's bound by events. And events are are manifestations of vibrational agreement. That's why, you know, a lot of people who are great psychics and great seers, you know, um, they'll be off on the timing of something because everything is a probability. 
you know, all probabilities on different vibrational timelines. And if one thing I could go on forever, I'm going to, I'm going to shut up. But anyway, our time frame is eternity. Everybody's so relaxed. That's right. That's right. I wish our t- I wish our time frame was eternity I know, I know. for this episode because you are doing amazing, oh, but we do have to wrap up. I would love to have you on again. And if you guys are not following oh, Cindy you. and her work, please go follow her. She, again, I, I literally, I've never read a message that she's brought through that didn't just like expand me. And so, and again, I, I just so much appreciate we have normal, Cindy, I know you have a normal life. I mean, I know you have to put a roof over your head and you have to eat like everybody else and pay your bills and all that. And I see the work that you do for the collective and what you produce and what vibration. And and again, you, you don't even know what effect it's having, right? right? You don't know. You, I mean, if maybe you could go into a deep meditation and see what effect it's having, but you don't even know what you're doing, but I see the power of it. And I just honor that so much because again, we're still humans. Like you're going to go off and we still have our regular lives as much as we're woo woo. And in that world, um, we still have this experience here and what you're doing again is I see it as somewhat of a sacrifice or just, I just see you so dedicated. So again, thank you so much for taking the time one to be right here on my podcast with me and two, just to produce everything that you do on a daily basis and the immense amount of time you spend doing it. I don't even know what to say to that. That is like the, the best introduction <laughs> closing that could anyone could ever ask for. Thank you so much. And thank you for well, your kind words because one person, you know, and you know this too, that when one person says, Oh my God, this changed the way I think or whatever, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's that true. one person's it's hearing true. it. So thank you for all of that. I'm so appreciative. You're so welcome. Can you spend a quick second here and just tell us the best ways to find you? Yes. Uh, again, on Instagram, the teachings of Joseph, and that's J-O-S-E-F. Um, uh, the website is the teachings of Joseph.com and the books are on there. It'll uh, flip you over to Amazon. And um, if you want, you know, we do personal sessions too. Uh, you can book online. Um, and that's about it right now. YouTube, we would love to have subscribers on YouTube. I'm teaching over there. They've asked me to teach some specific things. So I'm getting those out as fast as I can, as fast as my little, well, not so little legs can carry me. Um, I'm, I'm doing as much as I can and putting as much out as I can um, based on where they're directing me. So we appreciate you too, by the way, everything you're doing. We're all in this together, right? We're all in this together. We are. So thank you. We are. That is so true. Thank you. And thank you to all of the listeners. You guys, you you came here to co-create with us and and you showed up and we feel that energy too. We wouldn't have said anything we said or discussed anything we did without your basically presence here even though it's going to be future but we we can tap into that so thank you again and i'll go ahead and close out this episode the way i regularly do and to let you know that the light in me honors the light in you namaste and thank you